0: Hey, everybody, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. And we've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Hey, everyone.
1: Today is episode 168, How to Give Your Home an Old Soul. Oh, That's like going
0: to be an interesting one. topic. I think well, it's a think, fun one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that a lot of people are interested in because antiques and vintage items and repurposed things are so popular these days. And depending on the type of home you have, you might find it a bit challenging to incorporate these things. Um, and you might find yourself in a brand new build or you might find yourself in a more contemporary house that you're redoing. Or you just might be in a house that you've been in for a while and you decide that you want to change it up a little bit and add some of these items that have more of a time-worn look. So today we're going to cover uh, all kinds of advice on how to achieve that.
2: Yeah. And I think the first tip I'm going to throw out there is not to go overboard. You don't want to have the look in your home like, like Victoria and Albert are just going to walk in at any moment but I would welcome them. <laughs> I know, I know. I would
1: love to see them. And isn't them. she just the cutest little actress? I oh, my love goodness. And I hope they come
2: with Dash.
0: Mm. Oh, Dash. Mm. Dear I Dash. I love when I she says "Alba." Are you not caught up? I don't want to say. No, yes, no, no. I'm, I know oh, what happened. Oh, oh. No, I, okay, I am do Okay, don't, no Albert. spoiler.
1: You don't need to... See it to know that the dog is no longer with yeah, Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> <Well. laughs>
2: like someone watching, listening doesn't know. Right. No, no, I, I know about Dash. May he okay, rest right. in peace. But, but, right. So you don't want to go look at some time period and replicate everything exactly. It's going to look out of place in our day and age. So I think one of the tips is to add things judiciously, add them in bits and pieces and not. To try to replace everything in your house with if you're going if you're in a Victorian house like Kelly I think she's done a great job to honor the architecture of her home she has some pieces in her house that obviously there's some uh, Victorian elements in her house and she has some antiques but she's mixing them with new things as well
0: yeah the gentleman that we purchased the house from I mean I he would have loved it if I just kept it well as he had it but he had a kind of like (laughs) old man leather mm-hmm. couch with a doily on it like you know some yeah. some weird oh. mashup but he would have really enjoyed it <laughs> if i you know charged admission and it was a uh, you know a victorian museum of sorts oh. um so he would not have liked to see but all the white paint what, but kelly you took something
1: that has a definite style like an older style definite style and you um, honored the old and you brought in the new in a nice mixed up way that is you in a way that you and your family can live with
2: yeah, right. So you don't want you. your Appreciate house it. feeling like a museum, like it's outdated. And there is very much a way that you can take these old pieces and incorporate them into a new look. And and I think that's something that we should talk about is what types of things that we suggest that you, because vintage or antiques, that's a huge category of things. So another tip, another idea I have for you uh, to use the new and the old, is to find an old chair that you love. You love the frame. You love the wood. Maybe it needs to be painted, but you love the shape of it. It's probably hand carved. Get one that's sturdy and then redo the fabric. That's a beautiful look. Yeah, so get an updated fabric on there.
0: Yeah, and when you're dealing with all the materials the, in the home, whether it's flooring or um, stonework or countertops, Do your best and within your budget, go for the real thing because there ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. (laughs) And that is going to tip of the day. Yeah. And that's going to transcend the ages, but it's also going to have this give your home this very authentic feel. Mm. That would be my suggestion.
1: And here's mine mix up different times. Like you don't want to, in your house, I mean, you have some French. You have some Victorian, you have some modern, but the pieces that you have, like you have that, you have a beautiful settee that has French lines, but it's in a, it's in a graphite um, linen, which is so beautiful and updated. So, and I know that you have like a a door going into your dining room with a wreath on it. That looks a little more Victorian to me. So you you have a real good mashup because if I think if you go for all one period,
2: it starts to
1: look a little museumish.
2: And on that note, I want to say a little note about dried flowers. I think you have to be careful with too much of that because that can really look like it belongs in the past. If you have too much, they can really look faded and old and, I don't know, just kind of sad. So be careful. I mean, so I'm not saying don't use them, but just be careful about not I overusing so them. I so
1: agree. There's so many other beautiful living things, like yeah. a plant in a very cool chippy urn or something that you could use that look, will bring life to your home and not look like, okay, well, this is all dead.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> No, I'm pretty strong and, about that. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. strong about the dried flowers. Mm-hmm. So really, more like yeah. the dead flowers. Yeah, the no yeah. dead flowers for anyone.
1: Except like some pretty lavender done really nice. Something like that is classic.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah. I like to incorporate old things in a house and use them in a completely different way. I think that makes it Me feel fun <laughs> and lively, but it honors the old. Well, so give for us example, an, an example. Okay, so my example is I found out in a garden shop near my house, a rusty old iron garden post, and I ended up pulling that and using it as my newel post for my stairwell. Brilliant.
0: So not the way it was intended to use originally at all. Right. So you're, you're bringing in some old, but you're using it in a new way. And that is really a very um, fresh and contemporary way to incorporate
2: old soul. Right. And then when I do chairs, sometimes I re- reupholster them, some old antique cha- French chairs that they would have been, well, which were originally covered with tapestry. And then when they took them apart, there was actually horsehair in them. I mean, that's how old these chairs are. And so we completely gutted the chairs and put fresh uh, foam, you know, uh, a new uh,
0: innards in there.
2: And then I put on, and a lot of times I use grain sack fabric, which is maybe the same age of the chair, but it's something they would have never put on a fine chair because they would have seen it as too everyday
0: right. and too common. Utilitarian. Right. right. So that's another them. way to do it is sort of the mixing the high and the low. And
1: listen, even if you have a house like mine, and I must say, these girls are just going to gasp. I don't have very much vintage or antique anymore. I've gotten rid of most of it. Right. And, um, but I do love architectural pieces, uh, you know, pieces of molding and corbels and things like that. And I buy them and I use them throughout my house. Like right now, I just did redid my um, fireplace for winter, but transitioning into spring. And I have this great corbel and I just keep bringing it back because it's such an Huge, big, fun, interesting piece that adds so much to that part of my of my home. I love chippy shutters. That's very architectural. And I I I think
2: of the. Aren't you doing something with subway tile soon?
1: uh, Yes, I'm. I'm redoing my kitchen backsplash.
2: Right. Well, I think about Mm -hmm. the early 1900s when I see subway tile. I know it's super Mm -hmm. hot and popular Mm -hmm. now. Some people are saying that it's taking the slow train out, but it does remind <laughs> me of this time a hundred years ago when mm-hmm. it was quite popular. And then the mm-hmm. hex tiles too, which I love.
1: Oh, I love Remind me of the 1900s. A penny know, roll tiles. I, I love those. Yes. Mm-hmm, I agree with you. But what I'm saying, if you know, um, covering a Berger chair is not your thing, or you just don't have the energy or whatever it is you can do little things like a uh, I I still have and keep in love, uh, um, an iron stone, small iron stone pitcher that I have filled with, um, uh, a, a silver flatware, you know, just something so beautiful. It's, 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 you know, all, um, um, some of it's even a little rusty, it needs to be polished, but it's so pretty. And, you know, I love ironstone. So there. it doesn't have to maybe be something as big as a chair or a door or a piece of your home, but it's just something as charming as an ironstone white picture.
0: Yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. right. And, and if you really want to go for the instant character in a room in a big way, I think an antique in each room is the way to go. And it can be mixed in. And, if you know, Yvonne is saying you could do it in smaller ways, and I agree with that as well. But if you really want to go for the instant old soul, there's <laughs> probably no better way to do it um, economically and in a big way than adding an antique piece of furniture. You can do it uh, in a structural way by adding sort of like tongue and groove um wall um you know siding your wall with some tongue and groove wainscoting or beadboarding. you could do wide plank flooring but obviously all that's going to cost a little bit more and it would depend upon where you were in your decorating of the home you know if you're if you're able to redo all the floors and you want to have the old soul look then go with reclaimed wide planked flooring if oh, you can Oh, so beautiful yeah yes. but if now you're that already- is going to be an investment Yes, right, exactly. But right. if you're already in there and you're just wanting to change things up a little bit, uh, go for an antique, and see if you can get mm-hmm. one in each room. To, ve- you know, it could be a little side table, it could be a larger mm. piece, but that's going to add some real in- interesting instant character. Mm-hmm. So, and I wanted us to be a little specific
2: too about the type of vintage and antique things to add to a home. So one of the things I think that goes with any house, I think it would work very well with Yvonne's. I would say more transitional style, and that is to use old books. There's nothing like old books in your home. I think they look. I like use them and cover down.
1: them with burlap.
2: Well, or you right, you can cover them, but you don't have
1: to. No, and they are beautiful, and you can turn them backwards to see the the aged patina of the pages if you don't want all the different leather. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, it just depends. Like if you're going to be reading them, that that wouldn't work. And we actually have uh, my father-in-law was uh, the dean of a seminary, and we almost sold his books to a theological library. I'm so thankful at the end we didn't do that because. I have all these old books and a lot of them are first edition, something out of print, a lot of different languages in Hebrew and Greek and French and all these, uh, German. And it's a fascinating collection of old books and they're just beautiful. I mean, some are poetry books and some are his books from from when he was at college. So Mm, that's a gift to have those. I have
1: my my great great grandfather on my mother's side i have all he was a, he was uh of polish descent and i had he was a poet and oh, i wow. have all of his books with poetry in it and then when he came over to this country i have all of his they're like little they are like little books from Ellis Island that say wh- who he was, who his parents was, where he came from, what what his occupation was um, was there, and then I have just journals that he would write, and um, they're all in Poland. Well, no, wait a minute. Maybe it was Hungarian. Yeah, because it's my mother grandmother, so it was Hungarian. They're all in Hungarian. So. They're, they look so beautiful in a cabinet. Now, they have meaning to me, but I'm sure you could pick these things up that wouldn't be that expensive. And they just look lovely sitting in there. And I open them up with like the beautiful handwriting in them. Oh, how
0: nice. See, and, that that's such a beautiful way to add old soul mm-hmm. to your house.
1: And someday I'm going to have all of them translated. Oh,
2: well, and see, this mm-hmm. is another thing I want to mention when we're talking about vintage things, old things, adding giving your home an old soul. Anything inherited is usually something fun if you can keep it. And I don't have these displayed, but I have some family member, the old ration books from World War II and letters that were written during World War II. And these are things that I just love having. But sometimes it's something you can display. I actually have in our guest room, my mother-in-law's Wedding dress hanging. And I just think it's a fun oh, little that's thing to beautiful. have in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I actually have this little, it's not so little, it's a pile of letters. And I found it at an estate sale in this old trunk. And it was letters from a young man to his aunt, and he was in some war somewhere, some far-flung place. You could really exactly discern, I think it was someplace in South or Central America, because I read a lot of the letters, and they had this exchange back and forth, and he was explaining to her how his job was to take the truck to go each day to get the ice the, to keep the medicines because oh, I guess he was some wow. sort of medic and he would have to drive over these roads and the letters go on and on and then her letters back to him and you know just the handwriting with the ink so they came oh. in a bundled in a stack tied with a ribbon so i just have them oh, out on one of oh, my side oh, tables in my living room yeah. They're just so beautiful. And I I really took the time and one time I don't remember what afternoon I did. I said, today is the day. I'm gonna sit down and I read them all. And it was oh. I was just completely transported. I love old letters like that. Or the old postcards. I could spend hours trolling through those postcard uh tables at the Rose Bowl and various places, you know, and just all the the pictures and then the little notes written on the back. I just love that. Oh wow. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. It's great to do the p- vintage postcards too. It, they're very inexpensive. If you find ones of either where you live or maybe a place that was special to you, where you got, where you went on your honeymoon or wherever, or a city you want to visit, you know, Paris, New York, something like that. Those are great just to have around. You can Mm -hmm. put them, you know, there's so many cute ways to display them, but you could put them in inexpensive frames. You can make a collage out of them. And that's a really inexpensive way to add some old soul to a house.
2: Yeah. And uh, adding to that idea, I one of the things I did was I bought a copy of a very old map of Paris and then had it mounted and framed. So oh, you yeah. can go for an old map. And I've even seen some maps where some places you can get it where it's a big wall hanging for a huge wall. I think those are fun too. Or some of the remove re, repositionable wallpapers have a big map murals that you can put on a wall. I think that would be fun also.
1: Mm, I agree.
0: Uh, another thing to do is remove anything that is not old soul-ish like wall-to-wall carpeting.
1: Oh, Uh, see, that's a very good one. I would not have thought Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. Definitely not old soulish.
2: Well, and I just saw a show on Netflix, and it's about these old manor houses in England. And some of these manor houses, they had updated, I'm using air quotes, in a horrible way earlier, you know, in the previous century, like 1950, 1960, 1970, some of those updates were dreadful. And so the owner, the current owner spent years and years removing these dreadful updates and really kind of putting the house back in what it would have been like, you know, before all the the dreadful updates. So, yeah, I think that's something to think about is if you have a really old house is to think about, you know, what would it have been like when it was first built.
0: Yeah. And so maybe go easy on the can lighting and things like that if you're trying to infuse old soul. I'm not opposed to can lighting, but I think it's useful type of lighting, but put it on a dimmer and then add in a lot of the other types of lighting, the task lighting and the ambient and the table Mm -hmm. lamps and things like that. Because you know overhead can lighting is not really going to have an old soul feel. No, it is not. It's yeah, and well, but it's
2: nice field. to have as an option if you need more oh, light. Oh, right, yeah, I throw
0: yeah. those lamps in. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. If it's there, I wouldn't take it out. Um, and I may, if you were renovating, I may even put it in in some discreet places. But you know, you don't want to have track lighting or can lighting if you're looking for going for the real old soul look. Another thing you might want to consider is in the bathrooms, not using standard vanities. Find an old Chester drawers. Yes, or a I love them. Something I like really that. I really like that look, and I yeah. think
1: I think that would look nice in almost anybody's home.
2: Well, and what I did in our downstairs bathroom is I made it open. So there's a basket of towels underneath the vanity, and it's got legs, and you see the the you know the the piping there. The Yeah. So, I mean, it's all open. I I think there's a lot of things you can do. And definitely, if the piece is, if your vanity is not a piece of furniture, just have something made that looks like a piece of furniture. And now there's so many options you can just buy something pre made.
0: Yeah. But it's really inexpensive to just find something at a thrift store or an estate sale. Like, I mean, there's how many, you know, cast off dressers or things like that are there? You just Mm -hmm. have to be true. Um, aware of the height, you know you don't want it too high. Right. So try to get it maybe thirty. But you don't 30, want it too six. short either. Don't no. want it too short either. And you
1: have to be you have to be careful of how your
0: plumbing runs in your house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all they really have to do is cut the, uh, a circle in the top for your sink, drop the sink in, and then if there's access, usually underneath, it can either take the drawers out or if there's cabinets underneath, they just open those up and then they can do all the piping inside. You may mm-hmm. lose the functionality of a drawer or two if right, it's a chest right. of drawers, mm-hmm. but um, the look is fantastic. And you know, if you can get the dresser for 25 bucks or something like that, and then you're just going to buy yourself your sink and faucet. Well, here's a- the other thing. If you
1: have, let's say, and, and we're looking at redoing our master bath, and i think i'm doing it very clean like white white marble um no no door on a shower like an open big shower we have our bathroom's pretty big and i'm thinking oh so it's going to be very white very classic but then here's what i'm thinking oh wouldn't it be beautiful if i just took a huge long big dresser and did a double vanity in it
2: oh oh yeah see that's what you can do yeah yeah, that would be gorgeous. And that would be such a great way to add an old soul. Yeah, with to, all that beautiful white. Bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be great.
0: Yeah. And, um, I, you know, again, I need mean, to mention it, but while we're in the bathroom, Subway and Hex Tile is always going to have that old world look, that old soul look. And it's going to be um, a classic, I believe. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm going to throw in there that, again,
2: something that makes me think of the turn of the century, 1900s, is marble. So Mm -hmm. I think marble would go very Mm -hmm. well in there. I think perhaps this is all what I have in my house. Thank you. There, you know, <laughs> see, you're just so on. And unlacquered brass. Yeah. And I, that I have that
0: too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The unlacquered brass is great. But even if you didn't want to deal with that finish, which is, you know, something you have to you have to have a little patience and you have to go with it. You have to be uh, as. We're saying for this year, wabi sabi about it. You know, it's perfectly imperfect, but the style of your faucet, even if you wanted to go with a chrome or a brushed nickel or a brushed brass or something like that, bridge faucets also have this old sole look to them. Uh, those are the ones that are sort of connected and and, and stand off.
1: Yes. Yes. The Put that in of the show it. notes. Yeah. Yeah. Those
0: are gorgeous. Uh-huh. And
2: so, a mirror that I think goes both ways—that goes with very uh, formal French, but also goes with with a transitional style, something more classic, more that's not more like Yvonne's, which is classic, uh-huh. and and more of a, a clean look, and not uh, doesn't have vintage things. Would be to go with a Louis Philippe mirror. I think that crosses all kinds of of. So can you so well. uh,
0: describe for the listeners what it's Right. Is it so a Louis-Philippe
2: mirror, and I'm talking about a Louis-Philippe style, so it doesn't have to be a real antique, but mm-hmm. a lot of places, I think Ballard Designs and a couple of their places sell them, but they're, it's curved on the top and squared off on the bottom. And sometimes it has beading along it, sometimes uh, they're gold, okay. sometimes they're silver. I think it's a beautiful, very simple mirror. I think very it's so mirror. almost generic
1: looking <laughs> in a beautiful way that it would- It's classic, it, yeah. Absolutely. A classic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, embracing the patina. I it's interesting. I mean, not everyone loves that look, and I'm sure there's people that are listening to us that maybe that is not their go-to look, but there's something about having something with some age in it that I really think grounds a room. So I I do think that incorporate, even in little ways, like Yvonne's saying, like right. an ironstone pitcher or, you know, just something that has some history to it, like, you know, a bundle of letters or some little things that really harken back, it really adds a sense. It's it's almost like a, it's an intangible sense to a room and to a home. And I think, you know, I think we've given you a lot of tips today for achieving that, uh, whether that is the your sole focus of how you want your home to look or if you just want to oh, add Oh, get it? A your sole focus? Oh, oh my up. goodness. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean that. Well, right. And so, you know, we
2: talked about adding things that are old with things that are new, but I think another piece that makes this work is adding the highs and the lows. The juxtaposition, like we said, the rustic with the refined. So I think that's another thing that really is helpful to keep in mind
0: when you're adding these old elements to
2: your house.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, because that keeps it fresher. You don't, uh, you know, you, yeah, you don't want it to look like a museum. So it definitely keeps it fresh. There are, um, Even if you're doing like a contemporary, more of a mid-century contemporary look, okay. So you think, oh well, I, you know, I'm not going to add a Louis Philippe mirror, or I'm, I don't want reclaimed wood, but you know, something as simple as old. Album covers, frames—you did from from right. the oh, air. How fun is that? How fun would that be? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So you mean so when we are saying old, you know, our old, old is relative. <laughs> old is relative. Mm-hmm. Young is relative as well. That's um, right. Our old, you know, particularly Anita and I tend to overlap a little bit more with what we, you know. The French lines and the antiques and the green socks and all that. So we overlap a little bit more. And then Yvonne's old, which might be just in the little. Did little you just tiny say items. Yvonne
2: was old?
0: <laughs> no, Yvonne. <laughs> Did I hear that right? Yvonne's uh, no, rendition no of old in her home. You know, it's still kind of like and, a farmhouse mm-hmm. look. Uh-huh. But there is, you know, of. there are other mm-hmm. olds too. There's mm-hmm. a more modern old that people can use in their homes when it if it's a completely different look. Mm. Yeah. And I have to be careful when I go to the thrift store, I see a lot of old
2: things and it's fine line because some things I think, oh, that's going to be such, add such a cool vibe. It's, it's so old. It's going to be really cool, hip, cool looking in a way. But sometimes I look at things and think, uh, it, it might be,
0: um, dare you say frumpy?
2: Right. That's what I was. I was trying to avoid that word. <laughs> okay.
0: Sometimes I look at something you, and think, I "Oh, that's kind I'm of cool." Pregnant
2: pause. Like, I
1: just don't think I want to say this. I just don't. say I want to say frumpy. For it.
0: I know. Mm-hmm. So
2: it's something, right? So sometimes I look at something. Oh, that's cool. But then I'll think, Oh my goodness, that's going to be so frumpy. I can't buy that.
0: I mean, well, that's I had, the thing I about using. My, yeah using it in a new way you know so using and instead of using the old thing the way it necessarily was intended like you gave the example of your new post well we were left or inherited from the previous owner uh, tracks uh, sections and sections and sections of this really cool rusty old fence that he got from someplace in Ohio and he wanted to encircle the entire front of the house with it and he even had. The holes made in the brick, but you know, in true form, he never finished the project. You know, that's kind of what the house was like. Everything was sort of partially done or started. Mm-hmm. I would um, love to I'm,
1: know how many projects he really had going on at that house.
0: I know it, it's amazing oh, how many he my. had going really? in there, but you never should, really finished. You could write a oh. book.
1: A very I think I interesting might have to do book. That. A very but interesting book.
0: Had I put the fence that he was insistent that I use all <laughs> around the house, it, we would have looked like the Adams family. <laughs> was, yeah, know, it was. Crazy. That's <laughs> what I was saying. You
2: don't. To there's us. some line you could cross.
0: Yeah, you do have to don't, be very don't careful. Don't cross that line. Don't, don't be go too much. You've got to mix it up. Right. Or, so so it what I did fresh. with the fence is I wanted to pay homage to the fact that he loved the fence and wanted the fence there. So what I did was right at the, we have the the yard is, the front yard is small and there's just two strips of grass and then the the side, the walkway down the center. So very um, angular rectangles on either side. So I just put two runs each. So two sections Mm -hmm, each mm -hmm. and had my carpenter, a guy put it in cement in the front. So now I just, it's not a fence really. Now it's just sort of something that holds up the, um, vines that I'm growing and is right in front of the roses, right? So it looks really pretty and it, and it gives some interest to the garden. And then we had the cool parts that were the actual swinging gate sections. So when we just got the outdoor fireplace, I said, oh, this would be perfect for the screen. So I, Again, yeah, we just took the gate and it was the perfect height. So I just took the gate and I put it right in front of it. <laughs> now that's the screen to our fireplace. How, well, oh my think, goodness.
2: Just think how close you came to being that house that all the little kids are afraid of.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I would have to be out there cutting Don't my roses off and throwing them away, and cutting the flowers off and throwing them away. Oh yeah. Like, like Morticia. Yes. I forgot about that. Yes. That was her thing, right? She'd have a vase full of stems. <laughs> So yes, funny. I remember that. That was now. a very clever show when you think about it. Yes, yes. Oh. So yeah, so there is that. So we're really suggesting, yeah, add the interest, add the real materials, add antiques that have instant character. But also when you're talking about these sort of more quirky older things, try to think out of the box and have different ways that you could use them, repurpose them in your home in a different way. Like Yvonne has done with um, – she had has these – Uh, molding sections, Mm -hmm. patina and chippy molding sections. And she really – she just made a piece of art out of them. Right. Well, and another thing that I
2: really like that I think goes with our uh, giving a house – an old soul is to use very large artwork and it doesn't necessarily have to be antique looking, but I think that goes along with this feeling of an old soul is to use big bits of artwork. Maybe it's you're doing what Kelly did and she took wallpaper and put it in a huge frame. So that's something else that you can do, but just something on a big, bold scale. I think that would be, and it would be a statement piece, which is what we talked about in a previous episode.
1: Or, you know, you can get vintage um, wrapping paper. I mean, a paper that's new, but looks very vintage. And something done, uh, just put that in a frame would be just gorgeous or done in panels. Yeah, yeah, there's all I- kinds of things you can come up with if you just do a little brainstorming.
2: Mm -hmm. And I think we have lots of posts. I know Kelly and I have lots of posts on using vintage things in your home and antique things. So there's so many ideas that of ways of things that you could use in your home and using things in different ways, like the Newell post that used to be a garden post for a fence. So Thanks so much for hanging out with us. And I hope you got some good ideas today on how to add an old soul to your home. And if you've done this and we'd love to hear any ideas you have. Oh, so yeah. That would be great. Send, send us, us an email. Pictures. Yes. tricks at gmail.com. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.